We're discussing last night the carbon Pesach. The, 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 the Rabbag says that bringing the carbon Pesach was the fulfillment of the Pasuk. The Rashem removed the, the embarrassment of Mitzrayim by giving us the carbon Pesach. We said already that the carbon Pesach was there, so to speak, to undo the effects of the Avodah which Mitzrayim worshipped. And then we understand why Mitzrayim bringing, sacrificing a lamb would be undoing the effect of Avodah Zarah. But the Korban Pesach remains something which is brought every year by Klai Yisrael. And we ask the question, why is it necessary to, why is it necessary to, so to speak, undo the effect of the Yitzhah of Mitzrayim every year? So the, the Rambam in Marina Vuchim talks about this point. The idea of the Karbanus is coming to show that even what was considered by the nations to be various sources of power, we negate them, we, sh- we sacrifice them, we show that there's no source of power except Hashem. And uh, that was uh, Claudius Rolls, so to speak, expression of loyalty which we needed in order to celebrate Pesach. In order to come out of Mitzrayim, we needed to show that we aren't subject to the power spiritually which ran Mitzrayim, that was a Korban Pesach then. And therefore it becomes a part of Korban Pesach every year. That uh, we show that we aren't mishubed to any of the, let's say, spiritual koichas which run the nations. And uh, we want to put ourselves completely under Hashem's leadership. And then, then, then we zaycha to Pesach, then we zaycha to Hashem's redemption. So here also, they, report, they brought the Korban Pesach. It was again an expression of that same idea of removing the connection that we had in Mitzrayim to the desire of Mitzrayim. So the Bible says, Which was the Erev Pesach, the time to bring the Korban Pesach. They ate from the produce of Eretz Yisrael. Obviously, it was Pesach, they couldn't eat chametz, they had to eat either matzos, they could, make, they could grind flour and make it into matzos, or they could take the wheat kernels and rasten, that's called kori, on the day after Pesach. Now, what's this referring to? So, the simple reading of the Pasuk, which is how most of the Mephoshim explain it, is that this was a cube of the mitzvah of Chodosh. The halacha is that until the 16th of Nisan was not allowed to eat uh, from the new grain until they bring the carbon Omer. And therefore, on the day following Pesach, which means the Machas of Pesach is the 16th of Nisan, so then it allowed them to eat the produce of Eretz Yisrael. And therefore now they were allowed to eat flour, they were allowed to eat uh, the wheat that was grown in Eretz Yisrael because it was no longer a problem of Chodosh. What, did they bring a carbon omer? So it doesn't say in the Pesach that they did. Either we'll assume that they did, or the halacha is like today, when there isn't a carbon omer, so then the, then the day is matirat. And that's what it says, just like it says in the Pasuk, and from that we learn that uh, when there's no carbon, then the etzimayam, the day itself of Pesach, works to be matir, works to allow us to eat the new grain. That would be the simple reading of the Pasuk, and the language it uses, Machas Pesach, like we said, is, is the language of the Torah also, when it's referring to the hetzah, the, the fact that was allowed to eat the new grain, 
on the 16th of Nisan. If we're going to examine this a little bit better, we'll see that the Yishalmi, um, in Maestro Shani, has a machlagis about this. And that is, when did the mitzvah of Yechadosh begin? When was there an Isser to eat the new grain and someone brings the carbon Oymer? Was it dependent on them coming into Eretz Yisrael? In which case, that would be how we read the Pasuk until now. That as soon as they came into Eretz Yisrael, they were forbidden to eat the new grain. The Maestro, they came into Eretz Yisrael on the 10th of Nisan. And therefore, that Isser only applied for four days, or five days, because comes uh, the, sec- the 16th of Nisan, then it'll already be a hetzer, it'll allow them to eat the new grain, and then the Pasuk says, they ate the new grain on the 16th of Nisan. There's a second opinion in the Gemara, and the second opinion in the Gemara is that the mitzvah of Chodosh only applied after, after Kibush Eretz Yisrael, after they conquered and settled in Eretz Yisrael, which means seven years for the conquest, Another seven years until the Kaddish was settled in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, according to that opinion, the mitzvah or the Isra of eating Chodosh only began 14 years later. The Gemara itself asks on that opinion of Yishmol from this Pasuk that the Pasuk says clearly that they ate What's the Pasuk saying? If there was no Isra Chodosh before that. So the way he reads the Pasuk is that the Torah says the words also about the Exodus. It says, And when it's talking about then the Machras Pesach, it means the day after they brought the Korban Pesach. So they brought the Korban Pesach on the 14th. So then the Machras Pesach, the next morning, Klaus went out of Mitzrayim, which means they went out on the 15th. And if that's the case, the way he is the Pesach, says Yushami, is that they ate the Avura Aretz when? On the 15th. Machras Pesach, the day after they brought the Korban Pesach. Why? Even though the, that, would, that would normally be Osir, because that's before the a time when you had to eat the Chodosh. It's before you bring the Korban Oimer. But that didn't apply yet. The, the mitzvah only applied later. The mitzvah only applied after they settled in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore the Pasuk is telling us they didn't have to be machmir to that. They were allowed to eat the produce of Eretz Yisrael even on the 15th. And now obviously the question is, why did they wait until the 15th? So they could have eaten it on the 10th or the 11th as soon as they came in. So what are they, why, the, why the 15th? So he explains based on what the Pasuk says next. And that is that the Pasuk says in Pasuk Yudves, Vayishbos hamon mimacharas. Ba'achla me'avura aretz. The mon stopped. When they ate from the produce of Eretz Yisrael, V'lai ha'ayot l'vei Yisrael mon, there was no further longer any mon, V'yechum mitvoros eretz k'nam b'shanayi. And then they had to eat from the produce of Eretz Yisrael. When did the, when did the mon stop? So we know like this. When Moshe Rabbeinu died, which was the seventh of Ador, the man stopped falling. Right, the man only fell because Moshe. So when Moshe died in the seventh of Ador, the man stopped falling. But now Klal Yisrael were still encamped on the other side of the Jordan River for another month. There was a month's mourning period for Moshe. Right, if man didn't fall, what did they eat? So Chazal tell us that the man of that last day remained, and therefore they had a stock of man which lasted them the whole month that they were mourned for Moshe Rabbeinu, as well as until they came into Eretz Yisrael and until Pesach, until they brought the Korban Pesach, and then after that the man ran out, and then they had to eat from the produce of Eretz Yisrael. So it means that for the, those first few days that they came into Eretz Yisrael, uh, the 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th of Nisan, they still had a supply of man, and it was only after the after when the man ran out then they have to eat from the local produce of Eretz Yisrael. Okay, so we see. So therefore, Rabbi Shmuel explains 
that it's true they would have been allowed to eat from the produce of Eretz Yisrael even before Pesach because there was no din of, of, of eating Chodesh yet according to him. But they didn't because it's like the man. And what forced them to start eating the produce of Eretz Yisrael was when the man finished. When you know, the supply of man finished. And, uh, in which case we see a very interesting miracle. And that is normally when the man fell every day, then the man would spoil that same day or it would melt. And uh, every day they had to wait for a new day's supply of man. And now we see the nice worked in reverse. And that is the man stopped falling, but the man didn't spoil either. It remained with them for another plus minus 40 days, right? 30 something days from the 7th of Adar until the 15th of Nisan, is about 38 days. Right? They, they, had, they kept the man and it's, it remains. Right, so the nice was, the nice was that obviously they got a big enough supply which stayed fresh. Miraculously for so long. Now, we could ask why. No, everybody agrees. The process is clearly that Vayish was only Macharas is that the day, that same day with the eighth of Bura Aretz was the day that they, uh, the man ran out. So either it's the 15th or the 16th. Yes, the 15th or the 16th. Also when the man ran out. Right. And whenever they started eating from Paris Various Israel is when the man stopped. And either the 15th or the 16th, depending when we said before that the Eid from the Abura Aretz. Now, how did this happen? So the Emmons is like this. There was nothing, there was no reason for why the man had to spoil every day. We see it came Shabbos. On, on the contrary, they got a double portion. And the double portion remained with them. It was fresh for Shabbos. There was no, and as it wasn't the property of man that it spoiled the same day and it couldn't last. Right? The reason why the man didn't last, like the Gemara says, is because Hashem wanted them to have to daven every day for the next day. He wanted them to have a dependence on Him, that they only had a one-day supply of food at a time. But when it was necessary for the man to last longer, like, for example, when there was Shabbos, or according to the other man, when there was Yom Tif, and even if Yom Tif fell next to Shabbos in the mid so then they would have two or three days in a row, where they would have to have a supply of man, then the man would last. There wasn't a problem with the man lasting. There was a problem with the... that regularly, since the man was going to fall tomorrow... Hashem wants the Klai to learn to rely on him and, and therefore not keep back supplies. But since the, when Moshe ben died, so it was in his schus that the mon fell. And when he was no longer there, so the mon wasn't going to fall anymore. So now there was a situation where Klai would otherwise not have, not have had food to eat. Because they were still in the desert for another month. And uh, they didn't have, therefore, produce growing which they could have used there. And therefore, the mon had to last until they got into Eretz Israel. And they would have an alternative to the man. Right. Now the same kind of nice already the Amazon already found in Mitraim. When did the man start to fall? The man started to fall we know in the middle of Iyar, like the Pasuk says. Right? Lemaitha of Iyar. Lemaisa, they came out of Mitraim on the fifteenth of Nisan. So there's a whole month in between them coming out of Mitraim until the man began to fall. What did they eat for that month? So Khazal tell us that the matters they took out of Mitraim lasted a month. Right? Now normally it doesn't take such a big supply. There was something miraculous here that it lasted for so long until there was an alternative, until they deserved the money, and then the money began to fall, so they didn't need the matzah from its rain. The same nice happens again. Once the month stops falling because Moshe dies, so now they need something to eat until they get to the stage where they can eat mevur aretz from the produce of Eretz Israel. And if that's the case, so the month will last, it won't fall because it doesn't have Moshe bed anymore, but the month they already had would continue to last and they'll be able to eat from that until... They came into Eretz Yisrael until they had the option of eating the fruit of Eretz Yisrael. Now, 
According to the opinion that says that they weren't allowed to eat the fruit of Eretz Yisrael until after they brought the Korban Omer, because it was Chadosh, so it makes a lot of sense why they had to wait till the 16th. Halachically, they didn't have another option. And therefore, once the 16th came, and it allowed them to eat the new produce of Eretz Yisrael, so now they can eat the produce of Eretz Yisrael, and the month stopped. But according to the opinion that says that there was no din of Chadosh that year, so then, there was, what was the halachic reason why they couldn't eat the produce of Israel as soon as they came in? Why did they have to wait for the 15th? What was the Indian for the month to continue? Right, and if that's the case, if they had the alternative of waiting until, uh, if they had the alternative of eating right away, why was it necessary for the nation to carry on another four or five days from when they came into Israel until the 15th when they decided to start eating from the new grain? Okay, so, what's matched in the Gemara then, the Yashami? There, isn't, there wasn't a halachic reason over here, or the practical reason. Right? The, the Pasuk says before that they all had a bris mila, and the Pasuk after that says about that, that it took him time to recover. And therefore, normally we understand that the bris mila, from Abraham Avinu, the first three days. So therefore, if they came across to the island on the 10th, and they had a bris mila on the 11th, and then that 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th would be recovering from the bris mila. So then the first practical opportunity they'd have to go and find new grain would be the 15th. And if that's the case, so then Anachanami, halachically, they could have perhaps been allowed to eat the, the two of Eretz Yisrael before that, but Lemaisa, practically, they weren't able to, and therefore the mon remained with them until they had the option of of getting the new tfur, in which case, in that time, the mon stopped. Therefore, when the Pasuk says, Vayishba Samon, it doesn't mean it stopped falling. It stopped falling a long time before that. But it means that the supply they had of it ran out. So, I don't know if it miraculously replenished itself, or miraculously, there was a, like a, from the beginning, a much more fell, however much they needed. But either way around, the mon supply ended on that same day. And they now had food to eat from Eretz Yisrael, so they were no longer dependent on the mon, so the mon supply ran out. And as the Bible says, And therefore, from then on, the eight first Eretz Yisrael. Yantav is a person not allowed to coat there. You can't pick the grain from the ground. So we'll assume that the one didn't reap the grain. Unless it found, unless it from Goyim, whatever it is. But to, after that point, to prepare it for food, one's allowed to prepare for a Yantav. Okay. Or they bought it. Or they bought it. Either there was the supplies that were there, or the, like the Gemara says, Tagari Aretz, that there were merchants who were happy to sell them things. So they were there. The land's theirs, but there's a practical question. Is they, can't cut, they can't cut wheat down on Yontif. So that's the case. They wouldn't be allowed to harvest the wheat to use it on Yontif. So it had to be that they, they already had, either they found stores of already cut down wheat, or they must have taken going to cut it for them. Well, didn't they uh, conquer Yericho already? Not yet. It was only afterwards. Oh. So they hadn't yet, next next. We haven't yet got to Yericho. They were still in Gilgal, which means the first campsite before they get to Yericho. And that's where they stop for Pesach. Um, one last point about the mon. The the nest of the mon in the midbar was a two. Well, the emphasis was a twofold nest. The one was the way that the, the, the way they got the mon, the fact that it fell from Shemaim, which is not the normal way Hashem sends food, and the other one was the nature of the mon. It wasn't that Hashem sent bread from Shemaim. Hashem sent mon. It wasn't like a normal food. So we see two things that happened in the mon. The one was that uh, the nature, what the food was, what the mon was, the fact that it was fully digestible, the fact that it could taste like anything they wanted, the fact that it was uh, it was something of a semi-spiritual nature. How are you going to explain that? 
that that was the nature of the mind. The second one is that it fell from Shemaim every day. What we see here is that even though we said the mind was b'schus Moshe Rabbeinu, there was the fact that it fell from Shemaim. And the fact that the mind fell from Shemaim every day, and that that that, that was b'schus Moshe. Therefore, as long as he lived, there was mind. When he died, the mind was no longer. But the the properties of the mind remained with Klai Yisrael for that extra month until that Eretz Yisrael. Right. In other words, whatever spiritual properties the mind had, or whatever nature it was, that it's a, that that's remained with Klai Yisrael. That, that 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 only when the mind ended. And a month later, that's when they lost that second mile of eating this, uh, like the positive lechem abirin, something which is similar to a spiritual food that Klaish ate. Um, there's only one more question to ask, which is interesting, interesting enough that Yishami doesn't, and that is that Lechaira, there was a Mrs. Yitmatis. If you bring the Kambez, Lechim Mukhuf Yitmatis with it. That's the night of the 15th. So if you're going to talk according to opinion that there was a problem of Chodosh and they had no wheat, so then. We can ask. Uh, they hadn't have an option. You, you can't. You can't eat from matzah, right? But according to the opinion, they were allowed to eat the wheat. So then the chodesh should have had to. Have, why you Why only the next day? They should have had to eat the wheat the night before to make the mitzvah matzah, which is a chiyuv de raisa. What did they do the 39 years in the midbar? 39 years in the midbar. There's, there's no reason why they couldn't have bought things from again from tagarim of the goyim. Oh, and the other option is, and this is that's why as Maktimah said before, right? Could could the person use the man as matzis? Could the person use the man as matzis? It had certain qualities, and then so on the one hand, there's a possibility of saying it maybe if it tasted like matzah or it was similar to matzah, then one could be yotzei matzah with that. But, but halachically, it's not wheat. It's not mavera or it's not. It doesn't fill the criteria which matzah needs. Now, the fact that you consider something spiritual to taste like matzah, are you yotzei with that or not? It's something which is an interesting question to think about. No, we said last time today. There's still a mitzvah of matzahs, so we can speculate. There's not clear eyes. Obviously, we haven't had uh, on that, but uh, we can, one can discuss it. Had one wanted the mon to taste like matzah, could you be yotzei matzah on eating mon or not? You know, even the halakhic is not the parameters of the five grains and the, something which can be machmit and everything else, but if miraculously you can get the man to be similar to matzah, would that work or not? If it would, then we have an explanation according to the mandarma that says that they were allowed to eat the new wheat, they didn't need to because they, could, they still had the man and they could be eating matzah with the man. But like I said, that's something which maybe one day Mashiach will resolve. We don't have a shulchan aruch on the halachas of man.